0: Hi guys, and welcome back to the Wings of Fire Fan Wings Podcast, where we talk about all things Wings of Fire. But today we will be talking about the graphic novels. Some people love them, some people don't particularly like them. And I'm going to be expressing my thoughts on the graphic novels. And just to give some background on the graphic novels, in case you haven't really dove into them that much, the graphic novels are basically graphic novel adaptations of all the Wings of Fire books. Well, the three that have come out, basically. The Hidden Kingdom, The Dragonet Prophecy, and The Lost Air books one, two, and three. And actually, graphic novel book four, The Dark Secret, is coming out in December of this year. So this is also to see if maybe you want to get some of the graphic novels and maybe the graphic novel book four, because I really, really want to see... Where, what a rainwing blue dart looks like. There's this picture in my head, but I hope it's similar to what it actually looks like. So, now let's get into what I like about the graphic novels and what I don't particularly like about the graphic novels. Also, this will have spoilers for books 1, 2, and 3, because those are the books of the graphic novels. But these will be pretty minor spoilers. So. I'm going to start off with something I do like. One thing I like is the color because I'm a color person. I really like color. And seeing all the color, especially on Peril's scales in book one well, graphic novel book one the illuminating orange, I really, really like that iridescence orangey look. And it looks so cool for Peril and I've been drawing parallel with those sort of mid-tone scales, those middle scales the Skywings have. And I really, really like that. And I also have been using their color scheme for Tsunami and Coral more than I use the cover for Tsunami, just because I feel like it's more in line of how the books describe her, because Tsunami's description on the book versus the cover is a bit different. Now, one thing I don't really like about this, I guess, is the, um, scenes they cut out. Now, this wouldn't be a problem, because obviously it's going to be different. But they did cut out some of those little scenes that I really liked. If anyone remembers that jump in the river scene in book one, it was on page five-ish, or somewhere around that, when Keshul had hurt Clay. And then Claire was like, oh my gosh, this hurts. And Tsunami was like, jump in the river. And that's her solution for everything. Are you too wet? Jump in the river. Yes, I really love that scene. And it was, I think, my favorite part of book one for a while. And <laughs> yeah, that was really good. And I kind of wish they had left that in there. But I really, really liked... Now getting on to another thing I like, I really liked the Creative Liberties because I like Creative Liberties and for Wings of Fire, kind of variating your dragons kind of makes them pretty recognizable. Like for example, the smushed up Nightwing snouts. Now that's variating from Joy Yang's design, which is pretty much fine. I, but some people have problems with that snout. I don't mind that much. Sure, it looks a bit different than how I would first imagine a Nightwing, but I think it's pretty cool. Also, how Burn has that chainmail, but it says she doesn't have the chainmail. She does not have the chainmail in the books, but she does have the chainmail in the graphic novels. I kind of, when I read it, thought chainmail suits her, and seeing that just gave me a whole vision for Burn. And I haven't really gotten around to drawing Burn. But I might draw her sooner or later with the chainmail. So, yeah, I really like that. Another thing is, I guess, how do I phrase this? Some of the, um, like, layouts of the pages. Because some of them are a bit too crowded, in my opinion. Just a bit, like, squished up. Well, I've read the books enough times that I can know, like, how the sequence goes and stuff like that. But it's just a bit, I would say, a bit much. Like, when Glorious spat the Venom on Fjord in book one, there are a bunch of reaction shots. And I heard, um, Tineo Flowers on YouTube talk about this, and I kind of agree. There are a bunch of reaction shots, but that picture can kind of speak for itself, because you would see how, I think... You would see how people would rea- uh, well, dragons would react to that kind of surprising rainwing, magical despot. So that's one thing. I also don't consider this a pro or a con, but just for some information, it's shorter. It's shorter than the normal novels. They're usually about, I think, 200-ish pages, while the normal ones are about 300-ish pages or like around the 150, 200 page mark, by the way, if that was something you would be curious about. So, another thing about these graphic novels is the prologues and epilogues are different. Now, this can be a pro and a con in other ways. For example, it can be a con in the sense that I really, really liked Crocodile in the prologue of book two. And I thought Crocodile was such a nice character and I thought it was so interesting how she was actually a spy and I thought that was super interesting that we learned that at the Battle of the Summer Palace. That was just so cool in my opinion. And I have drawn Crocodile once. I don't really like to draw Mudwings that much just because they're a bit... um, They're scales. They have a lot of scales (laughs) compared to some of the other tribes. A lot of rows of scales. But I've actually drawn Crocodile once. Because I usually don't draw Mudwings. But I do draw, but I did draw Crocodile once. Because I find Crocodile to be a very, very interesting character. And I kind of wish they had left her in the um, prologue. But it can also be something that's pretty cool. Because now the canon is that Dune named Clay. Clay! So, I'm wondering who named... First of all, who named Glory, Glory? Cause Kestrel wouldn't have done that. Dune wouldn't have done that. And I think Webbs would have done that. I think Webbs named Tsunami. I think Dune named Sunny. But then who named Starflight? Kestrel? Maybe? I don't know. I don't know. And I'm just gonna put this out there. I really, 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 really like their depiction of Osprey, even if in the um, books the reason why he couldn't fly is because his tail was paralyzed or something instead of like his wings being cut short, but I really liked the color and his voice in my head and now that I've read the graphic novel and saw and actually seen him, well not really seen him, but you know what I mean, seeing him in a like some canon art, that was pretty pretty cool. And I really like that. So, all in all, do I love the graphic novels? Yes and no. I like them, but I also do recommend you read the books first because it might get a bit confusing at some parts because of some just crowded displays. But other than that, I think the graphic novels are pretty cool and I like having a visual representation of that and I'm pretty excited, pretty excited to see what Mastermind looks like in book four because I really want to see if he has that um, vibe that I get from him, that mad evil scientist vibe I get from him and yes i really really want to see what masterwide looks like and i really love their Morosier design this is also in the flowers thing i really like their morse's design he looks so scary compared to Kestrel and burn and scarlet and orca statue looks pretty cool and there's no one in book 3 who look particularly scary but yeah, Marossir just looked like he was huge. It got to look like Darkstalker. So if they do get to Book 9 and Darkstalker's there, I wonder what size they're going to draw all the dragons. Oh, and sorry, that minor spoiler for Book 9. Anyways, thank you for listening to this podcast. What do you think of the graphic novels? Do you like them? Do you not like them? What are your thoughts? And hopefully... I can see you on the next podcast episode. Bye.